Hello everybody, welcome to the UK Packers podcast as usual. I'm your host, that's the Diddy NFL on Twitter. And of course, follow the group at UK Packers. And look, I'm on my own today, but I'm doing a, an episode I'm really super excited about. I can't believe I haven't done one of these yet. Um, but look, we're in the off season. All right. And I'm still here. Look at us. Hey. Hey. Look at us. Look hey. at us. Huh? Who would have thought? Not me. Look at, look at you listening to me talk. And look at that. Look at where we are. You're the crazy devil. Um, so, yeah, I'm going to do this. It's the top 15 things to do in Green Bay. Um, because, look, there's basically no news, right? And I get this question all the time. What's the best things to do? Is there an article? Is there something I could do? So I'm going to do this podcast. It's going to be kind of evergreen. I'll update it if, like, you know, something happens. It's that they release something cool in the meantime. Um, maybe Aaron does live Jeopardy shows from Green Bay or something. I don't know. Um, but, you know, the only thing he said of note this, this week has been this. I think John Madden once said two cheeks equals one hand. <laughs> I don't know. I think, there's that. A, I think there's an argument. You can't say that on national TV. <laughs> Yeah, so that's um, Aikman with his two arse cheeks. So just, you know, I miss playing it. And I can only usually play that in the regular season when there's been pressers, but there hasn't been any. So there you go. Take that. And you know what that is? That's a bit of comic <laughs> relief. <laughs> so there's a top 15 things to do in Green Bay. Um, I might do a video on this as well on YouTube. Go to youtube.com forward slash UK Packers. Does anybody do it? Do you do it? When I say it, do you do it? Do you do it? Do I have that power? Can you go over? Can you subscribe, uh, please? And go on over and do it. And look, I'm not reluctant to do it, Stuart. I'm talking to you, bro. He asked me, like, what, what's with the mullet the last time I did it? Stuart. Stu, as I know you like to be called. It's not a mullet, man. It's at least like a mullet plus. It's like the mullet pro if, I was, if it was a, like an, an iPhone. Or something like that. Mullet Max, if you will. You know, it's got a bit extra lettuce on the back with some extra bangs on the front. Anyway, you see the way this is what happens when you get an Irishman on. I mean, it's just me and I'm already entertaining myself um, on the on the podcast. Anyway, I'm going to get into it. These are 15 things. And this isn't like one of those uh, grooming channels on YouTube where they go, top 10 things. And they, they tell you how to grow your hair. And really, it's just don't cut it. <laughs> That's the main thing. The rest of it's all just a load of shit. Uh, a load of slobber knocker. Um, that's not how you use that word. But anyway, don't look it up at science. Um, so what I'm going to do is I'm going to get into 15. They're not really-ish in order. Uh, mostly because I think I put number 14 as meet us on tour, uh, which talk about self-esteem issues. If I'm putting myself 14 on a 15 list, that's I'd be coming in Jay Cutler on the quarterback rankings right there. So let me hit it off at number one. So there's 15 and they're all pertinent. They're all very handy. Lambeau Field, that's number one, obviously, right? Now, that kind of is in order of ranking. So number one, Lambeau Field, this one's super obvious. But you wouldn't believe the amount of people I talk to who are not only from this side of the pond and they haven't got over yet, that, you know, they're at a different time in their life, they can't afford it, they've got, you know, houses and kids and different priorities and all that kind of stuff, and that's fine. So they haven't got over. But the amount of people in Wisconsin or around America, and the, the internal flights in America are pretty cheap. You can get to Chicago for basically nothing, and then you can go and get a transfer up, an old greyhound, and I don't mean the dog, I mean the bus, and you can get that up to Green Bay, uh, get yourself a ticket and get in there, sort of relatively cheap, whereas for us, it's whatever it is. It's like a month's salary or two months' salary to get over for some people. Uh, and if you include 
the pro shop which is on this list well then it costs even more so it's an obvious one but there's loads of people even within green bay itself and within wisconsin who haven't got to a game yet i had a buddy who's uh, over there i don't know if he's even got to a game yet gareth are you listening you should be listening bro if you're a real friend you're listening um so look it's it's just an unbelievable atmosphere first when you see the stadium to see just how large it is it's it's ridiculous it kind of it's in the middle of like a housing estate and it used to be different um you know before the Titletown district as well because it was literally just a car park and you could win and just this like massive colossal stadium now people who are used to going to old trafford uh, and anfield uh, and all that good stuff over here in wembley you know you're kind of used to big stadiums but this is just it just hits different uh because of just the way it looks it's an old-fashioned old-timey um, oh, i have an old hold on hold on i have an old-timey drop oh yeah yeah um so it's real old score sort of school stadium mixed and juxtaposed word of the podcast uh with the new sexy title town district and all the rest but it's huge and it comes at you from nowhere um that's what she said so you can see it from ages away you can look at it from the fox river um and you can see the big g lighting up at night time and it's just a sight to behold so when you first see it bonkers when you go into the stadium bonkers when you go up the sort of the promenade um with all the rest it's just you know and this is pre-covid times and we're going over this year and i won't wax the regular about it but we're you know back in the olden days when people used to rub up against each other and uh, dry hump their way into the stadium it was fantastic i mean just the the relaxed security guards you know not that you'd be smuggling in at major but you know you go and there's so many people everyone's decked out in the gear when you look at it you're like well i understand why it's a billion dollar team now because there's literally a billion dollars worth of clothes on all of these people nuts um and everyone's so friendly and most of the people are from wisconsin and they're really kind and then you see some other mad lads from international places but you go in they've bleach your seats and that's what i say to people so on our tour the question i always get asked is should steve should i upgrade should i hit the halfway line or whatever this is not like rugby folks and this is not like one of those old stadiums this is it's bleach your seats it's a bowl it's a sunken bowl so there is no bad seat in the house i deliberately got uh the nosebleed seat treatment um when the last time i went i brought joan and i cheaped out on it a bit i went up to the nosebleed seats it was savage because the view was shockingly good because the thing is look you have four downs three really to move the ball you don't have those handy tv markers which seems ridiculous right but you know you you kind of want to be up high almost just to see exactly what's going on on the field you're down low you get to smell the players which is great uh but if you're up high you get to see all the action and oh, i got loads of videos is that allowed who knows um inside lambo and i was live tweeting the game when i was in the last time and i got like i knew when they got you know in the red zone let's face it guys um i was recording on my phone and i got some banging uh tds live uh to put out from the group account just amazing stuff and the flyover oh god i give up already you know when you see that flyover coming over the stadium like i surrender uh you know you can get cushioned seats to put on the bleacher seats you can go to a bad weather game which i have been and it's snowing i've always wanted to do that um you know you see your heroes up close you also see how primitive the actual game is so you see highlight reels and you see Odell Beckham Jr. catching it with his arse. But when you go to the game and you just see that it's a, it's just a bunch of dudes out on a field hitting each other really hard, you know, it's it, it would surprise you just how primitive it really is, which gives you all new respect for the players. Because at the end of the day, it's just about catching a damn ball, um, which seems easy. But when you're there, you're like, okay, I understand it's, it's difficult now, especially with all the fans shouting. And that's the thing is to see everyone so hyped up. Lambo is nuts. And just that, like, man, we have another first down, you know, stuff like that. And it's just, 
oh, and the nachos have never tasted better. They've never been more expensive, but they've never tasted as good. I've never wolfed down processed, lukewarm cheese like I have in Lambeau Field. It's one of those things that doesn't matter what it is. It's just where you are. Um, and just the whole atmosphere, the, you know, the anthem, the national anthem when it comes on makes you want to weep. Um, you know, it's just things like that. You kind of understand the American patriotic attitude when you go to a game, hear the national anthem, and then nearly get a bomb dropped on you by a flyover. Um, incredible. Uh, Anyway, Lambo, it doesn't really need saying, but if you're, I've heard of people too that went over and they didn't go over at game time, which, why? Why would you do that? I don't understand. Go over when there's a game. Number two, we've got there eventually, folks. Tailgate and do it with the locals. Um, so Wisconsin people, they love anybody, really, um, especially if you have a beer in hand, but they, they're amazing people unbelievable people like so friendly they remind me of the Irish because it's kind of like us but you know you see all these uh, stories about people going to the Eagle Stadium and you know they get laid to rest the next day or later that night because they get sculled with a can um, and that's not the way it is in Green Bay everyone kind of gets along we went for Raiders games we've been for Seahawks games Cowboys games and every time I've not seen one of those altercations of people having fisty cuffs in the stadium now you might end up on the report um, of being highly intoxicated um, but that's usually a local which is great because the thing is like you don't under, like I didn't understand how absolutely ossified some of the people get over there and they're locals but they look don't get into a drinking competition with a Wisconsinite unless your name Scotty Man or Tom Coles because these boys can drink. Um, sure, look, we went tailgating anyway right, with the locals and you you walk up and everyone just has their stall. Like, literally tailgating. Like, it's like something from the movies. They've got the car there, their, their pickup truck and they've got the back, the arse of it hanging off and they're sitting on it and they're just cooking brats. And you can literally walk up to one of these people and say, how's it going? Or what's the crack? And next thing you'll have a beer in hand and you'll be sharing life stories and friends forever. And that's how it happens. I actually went to a party where I met Billy Tressler, who's the founder of Hinterland. And he said, yeah, come down to my, um, to my tailgate, you know, before the game. And I thought like, he was so, he's such a nice guy, him and his wife. They're so goddamn nice. They're so probably filthy rich from that fantastic establishment. But you would not know. You would not know because we went down tailgate with him and we were drinking his beer um, in front of him which is delicious by the way and he has that big hinterland brewery now which is right across from the stadium which wasn't there before but the dude's in like a faded cap probably about 400 years old that he got from his grandpapa's grandpapa um, and he's just there cooking brats tossing beers around and just such a normal dude but that's the point like that's what these people there's no airs and graces they're salty to our people like us uh, and you just go in, there's no pretenses, no airs and graces. That's where we met Jazz, who I called Jay, by the way, and he, he raised me, he, he tore me a new one, tore me a new in a very friendly Australian way. And he thought I thought his name was Jay when I know it's Jazz, but I shortened the Jazz to a J because what's shorter than three letters? One, one letter. Um, but I, got, I made that mistake before by calling a, a woman Elizabeth, I called her Liz, and she roasted me on the phone. And I never understood people that did that with their name until I had a son who got his name shortened to Nat. And I was like, huh, Nat, not having that. That rhymes. Rhyme of the podcast. Um, so I understand it now. Um, so anyway, getting too familiar. People love the accents. So when you're English and Irish and Scottish and Welsh and, uh, you know, we've had a Glaswegian, that kind of classes as a different country. Because, like, I can understand accents at the best of times. I don't know how people understand me, but Glaswegian? Really? Like, it's just, it's like you kick a typewriter down the stairs. Wonderful accent, great people. 
Um, but yeah, very hard to understand. They are not going to understand a word you say. Um, so you'll meet the locals. Uh, they love the accents, but you'll also meet local or international fans, I should say. So you met like a couple of German dudes over there, like people from, they're always like Japanese uh, uh, guy fans. They're so dedicated, like they're ridiculous. I think they, there was a story on them recently as well. Um, I say recently, it's within the last five years. Uh, I'm getting on. Number three, Packers Pro Shop. Now, give yourself a couple of days for this um, because here's how here's the the sort of the grieving schedule if you will the kind of lifeline or lifestyle or life cycle I should really say got there a third time lucky of the Packers Pro Shop you'll you'll go in right you'll look on the website if you're clever and um, yeah because if you don't you're dumb and you look at the website and be like yeah I'm having that having that having that and you pop them all in your basket or you'll have a fair idea of what you want then you'll go in and have a nervous breakdown weep and leave because when you get in there you're just like oh yeah you know those 10 things I want yes that's 50 things now and then you're trying to rearrange like remortgage in the house and you're trying to sell body parts outside the stadium you know you've got two kidneys why not give it away you've got one liver but maybe you can live without half you know you start having these conversations with yourself i went in got overwhelmed had loads of stuff in the basket went around and put it all back and left because i was like i just can't deal with it because i can't it's like sophie's choice i cannot not get the calendar for 2023 um and you know leave out the sticky notes with the packers logo that i'll end up not wanting to write on and then throw in the bin i mean these are all serious things it's expensive in the pro shop but it's worth it. It's like when you learn to ride a motorcycle, right? You think the expensive thing is going to be getting the bike and it totally isn't. The helmet is 400 quid. The jacket is 600 quid. The jeans are 200 quid. You know, you've got to get a visor on it now that's different for the summertime. You've got to get boots. They're at least 200 quid. So, you know, when you get a tour uh, to Green Bay, you have to factor in at least a cool G. And I'm talking about carrying a G. I'm talking about one cool thousand to spend in the pro shop. Because it also depends on how often you plan on visiting, right? If you know you're going to be back in two years' time, maybe don't spend all of the children's college fund in the pro shop. It's not advised. But if it's your once-in-a-lifetime, by all means, you know, send your child out to work young while you fund your addiction to Green Bay merch in the pro shop. Is that a serious thing? Maybe. Maybe. Uh, there's kids' items in there. So while they go off to work at age seven, they'll be dressed in Packers gear. So it's all good. Um, you know, you can get your wife something. Or if you're a lady, uh, you can get your husband something or your wife. Um, and it's um, it's great. It's a great place to be. There's jewellery in there. There's hats that you could ever want. And in fact, the only place I've seen more Packer hats is on Tom Cole's Instagram which is great. Uh, moving on, Packers Hall of Fame at number four. So you, look, you get to see the up-close uh, uh, personal items of the players that you've known and loved. For me, Don Hudson, uh, the stuff... That, look, the older players, and this makes me feel real. It makes me feel warm and fuzzy inside. Um, is that you get to see how small the older players were. Now, some of them were ridiculously large, and I'm hoping some of the jerseys got you know, shrunk in the wash. But you also get to see how small the likes of Tony Canadeo was. You know, I mean, this guy has his name on the circle of Shebang Town um, and also is in the Hall of Fame. So um, it's like the, the Packers Hall of Fame ring of retired numbers. Um, it has probably an official name that I've forgot because I'm talking at my arse right now. Um, so you get to see all the stuff. You get to see Kramer's splinters that he had in his spleen because why not? Uh, Hudson's jersey, they've uh, replicated Vince Lombardi's 
uh, desk and you can sit at his desk and you pretend you're him. You know, what the hell's going on out here? Stuff like that. So Packers Hall of Fame, definitely head in there. It's attached to the stadium. So you can kind of go um, when you're at the stadium. Like the usually you go kind of the next day is how we plan it. Um, so yeah, go, definitely go. You can see the Super Bowl trophies, but I'm going to put a spoiler in. They're not the real ones. Um, so you can go in and have a look. They're not the real. Uh, but you can go in and take a picture and pretend uh, that, you know, Reggie White held it but he didn't because uh, those ones are actually inside the belly of the stadium outside the eating area. Some people are going in, eating the brat first, staring at the real thing. Number five, um, eat cheese curds. Do it. Um, and drink spotted cow. Don't be one of these people who are like, I don't like fried food. Just eat the cheese curds, bro. Ladies. Because uh, they're life-changing. They're life-changing. I find myself on an idle Tuesday just sitting down longing for... Um, cheese curds in my facial region they're addictive you'll never forget them the best ones I've had actually are in the 1919 restaurant which is in Lambeau Field itself so the way we usually do it is um, if you're interested you know into the inner workings of the UK Packers tour is that usually we book out a table in the 1919 uh, restaurant for just when we land so this time it's different because we're going to Madison we're going to watch a Badgers game on um, the Saturday so we're not going straight up but usually we book a table and we have cheese curds they are ridiculous ridiculous uh, but usually cheese curds anywhere in Green Bay like I've had them in uh, Oneida Casino which is rough um, like a dog also drink spotted cow don't know what it is about it it just hits different I didn't get a hangover no dodgy stomach I get all of those things sometimes I actually start getting hungover during the night um, which is horrendous nothing like a hangover mid-session um, it's just it's lovely spotted cow is nice and anybody who says it isn't deserves a kick in the willy including the ladies um, so look the Americans they believe in light beer alright they believe it's part of their culture they believe in light beer so if you're a real man uh, who doesn't believe in light beer, get over yourself. Because Miller Lite, Bud Lite, it's all tasty stuff. And it means you can pack on more cheese curds. That's all I'm saying. They also believe in rump- mints. Now, this is... Uh, it's like, imagine if they put stepping on a Lego in a bottle and then you drank it. That's exactly what mints is like. Don't do it. It's not on this list. Number six, uh, Packer Stadium Tour. Uh, so this is different to the Pro Hall of Fame. This is where they actually bring you around the stadium. You get open close and, and personal uh, with the field uh, but you can't get on the field because it's bespoke grass and uh, you are not worthy here right if you get on it they don't want us riffraff uh, trying to you know duke on the field um, with a ball in hand and try going in for a touchdown they don't want that understandably so so you're not allowed on you can put a sneaky foot on and take a picture for all the foot fetishes but anyway uh, also you can't get into the player locker rooms because uh, they practice in the Hudson Centre Centre um, and that means that all their jerseys and personal stuff um, like bags of Doritos and their uh, crotch guards are in the locker room and they're off limits so you can't get into the locker room. That's just an FYI. I know in Anfield you can get in and slowly and longingly stroke um, the jersey of many of a sweaty player, but you cannot do that in Green Bay. Um, there's experienced guides there that lead you around. They're always knowledgeable. They're always also 150 years old. I don't know why. I don't know why. They're, like, they're always so old that you're like, like you met Lambo, you know, like, and there's, they know everything and they know it all pers- firsthand, and they always tell you a story about they used to sneak underneath the gate or climb the fence to get in and watch a game. 
or they turned the turf um, at City Stadium back in the 1800s. I mean, but they're so knowledgeable. They're actually on the Packers documentary as well. Tom is uh, one of the guys that we got. A great sense of humour. They probably roll out the same jokes. It's probably like canned laughter, but it's funny every single time. So you go into the corporate box, you get down onto the field, they bring you all around the stadium, you get into the lifts and stuff. Um, you get to the very top of the stadium, you get to look down. Now, I would recommend to do this after the game and don't do it before because I think we did it before where... You know, we got the stadium tour uh, the day before and then went into City Stadium. You kind of want to see the stadium in all of its glory, dressed up in its trinkets um, instead of going in. Now, it kind of sucks uh, when you look at the stadium on the on the tour after, the day after, because they're still cleaning up. So, like, we see, I do anyway, I see Lambo is kind of like this mecca, this uh, sacred place. And then you go in and it looks like just some people took a dump all over it and they're just dropping popcorn and chewing gum and beers and you know, whatever other excrement they have um, on the on the bleachers. So it looks kind of naff um, after that, but at least you've seen it in all its glory, so yay. Um, number seven, Packers Trolley Tour. Now, I know I'm hitting you with a lot of tours, but this is definitely worth it. It was run by um, a lovely lady and friend of mine, uh, Sue Broberg. Um, and she was the secretary for my home run. Amazing lady, uh, full of, you know amazing stories got a great personality uh just completely like over the top amazing um but now the packers i think they bought it off her i don't know if that's public knowledge is that public knowledge um and they run it themselves now um so the tour is the heritage tour that was designed by none other than cliff crystal the badass earring wearing which is very hard to say because i edited this and i actually said earwing at the at the start anyway that's uh, an homage to jonathan was um, and the leather jacket wearing dude I mean he's just he's grumpy in all the right places um, so he designed this heritage tour and they bring you around at this little sort of they call it a trolley it's kind of like a little tram thing that isn't on tracks um, so I guess they call it a trolley um, so you go see the old city stadium uh, there's a book actually as well Cliff Crystal released a book so if you want kind of like you know a heads up on it if you want to be the SWAT who sits at the front of the trolley and goes actually excuse me and then says all the facts uh, stay home um, but you can get the book and you can read it all um, so they go to Lambeau's house and downtown Green Bay and the train station they let you into Old City Stadium so I caught a touchdown pass I wasn't playing anybody but I caught a pass it didn't count for him, um, where Don Hudson would have caught a pass um, so yeah just uh, and Johnny Blood McNally amazing uh, so I went in I kicked a field goal too well, hold on. I attempted a field goal and I was in both shoes and I don't want to talk about it. Don't want to talk about it. Number eight, go to a player signing. So we love signed merch and this is where I'll probably throw in a plug to go to patreon.com for slash and we do a monthly draw for signed stuff. Um, so we love signed merch but it just hits different when you go and get it signed in person. So if you, you know, stand across from Devontae Adams and tell him that you love him and that you'd leave your wife for him, um, or your husband um, and all that good stuff and see him go <laughs> right so once you do that it just hits different and you get him to sign it so you don't have a JSA cert or a Beckett cert or a whatever certificate of authenticity but you have a photo um, and you look like an absolute gangster so when you go and meet them it's brilliant so the piece means a lot more like we got I've got stuff signed when I'm over there with players um, and it's it sort of even though like one was Devon House uh, and even when he's playing for the Packers nice guy you know, nice guy, reasonably good player, reasonable. Um, but that piece to me is great because I met him and he was chatty and friendly and released some secrets about how, you know, they were dogging uh, Dom Capers. Anyway, um, so it's a bonus as well when you meet a player and get something signed or just smell him. 
uh, from when he comes into the Radisson or you like we saw Mason Crosby and his wife out grocery shopping you know getting the milk and the cabbages and potatoes and everything else which is great and also if you stay in the Radisson sometimes you see the boys come in because that's where we're staying so they come in you know the night before and they walk through the main lobby so you're just standing there just like shouting at them um, obscenities is great especially when you're half cut with a few pints um, and then sometimes we saw John Coon and Brian Balaga and all these dudes uh, sitting in the bar just having a pint um, so one of the lads went over and got our sort of flag that we bring over signed by the dudes when they were sitting there and uh, I don't think he recognised one of them like Josh Sitton or something he didn't know who he was I think he asked him to take the page or something but anyway uh, so yeah that's good crack uh, number nine is uh, look I kind of cheated a bit right I Tom Brady deflate balls here on number nine because they say go to a Badgers game it's not technically in Green Bay it's in Madison right but you need to go because the atmosphere is wilder than a Packers game I have to say it's just because it's a real it's a college town city I should say it's a college city um, the game is nuts um, I don't know who any of the players are but it doesn't matter uh, the atmosphere in the stadium is nuts but outside is where the fun happens everyone goes around in like dungarines um, there's the odd streaker if that's what you're into uh, you know there's dudes like shotgun and beers off the top of roofs there's people throwing a ball from a roof into a crowd of people and um, there's projectiles basically is what I'm saying some have alcohol some just have you know first class ticket to the hospital um, and laces so it's just a great place to be it's wild like you're going around with your mouth open and thinking oh this is what all these frat boy movies are all about it's actually a place like this and the college students don't care they don't show up for the game until the fourth quarter deliberately because they're out getting sloshed and then um, you know shotgun and stuff off roofs and then they come in on the fourth quarter and they play that jump around song and they just go absolutely uh, butt wild and everyone in the stadium jumps around and the stadium shakes up and down and you think you're potentially going to kick off an earthquake or die um, and that's what makes it all the more thrilling uh, the Badgers shop is it called a pro shop? maybe but the Badger is equivalent to the Packers pro shop um, it's shockingly cheap I got an Under Armour Badgers top that I've been like abusing now for at least five years and it's it's held up nicely but i think i got it for like 20 dollars and i got my kids loads of stuff and then i took pictures of them in their badgers t-shirts so that if the badgers are still good when they get older they have those bragging rights it's all that important number 10 go to stadium view after the game other bars are available but i like stadium view the atmosphere is always bonkers as well it's jammed with people so pre-covid we could all infect each other quite willingly but like after i don't know i don't know what the story is and um, hopefully we're all going to be vaccinated and go over and um get back to the old days i don't know uh, but win lose or draw which draws never happened but win or lose and we uh, we got spanked one time by the cowboys i think that was my first trip actually we got absolutely annihilated so you go drown your sorrows you're over there you're irish or english or well, scottish or welsh or island manian uh, manx and uh you go over and you just have a great time and everyone's happy to see you, which is which is brilliant and the party keeps going place is also massive i think they've been upstairs now as well so number 11 on the list is go to the title town district now this is for all the new heads because all those old heads uh he used to go over when it was just a parking lot um it's bonkers now it's so new and sexy it's unbelievable i kind of when i go over i'm attracted to the title town district i want to sleep with it and never call it again because they've built it up massively it's because it used to be a parking lot but now it's like playgrounds for kids there's like a football field on it they've like this massive curved sledge hill uh, that you can go down on on a sleigh 
in the wintertime if it's snowy. I don't know how to get it, like, especially with being sort of an ambulance chasing culture, kind of where everyone gets sued. I'm very surprised that they just have a massive hill and you can just slide down it into bodies. Um, I, I've never done it while it's been happening. I've seen it, but I don't know how they police it or whatever. It's kind of like, well, if, you know, if he dies, he dies kind of thing. I don't know. Um, but that's fun. They've loads of places to eat in there. They've got like a skating rink and night market. Um, yeah, it's just a nice place to be. They've got coals around the place as well, which is great to go in and get some like chicken wings um, the food in there is ridiculous it's very expensive and I know people have stayed there but you get to go out in the buff uh, onto a balcony if you're brave especially in the winter and look out at the stadium and it's glorious um, speaking of the stadium number 12 get a pick I can't release probably half of this stuff on YouTube because you know because of what I say number 12 get a pick in the Lambo Leap statue this is a must uh, it's a lot of fun. There's a statue with the spectators in it and you play the part of Leroy Butler jumping up doing the Lambo Leap for the first time. And it's great crack. There's like always a line for it. So I guess in like post-COVID times, maybe bring a hazmat suit um, or, you know, some sort of detergent or Dettol or, you know, whatever. And give it a good rub down. Give the fans a good rub. Um and go, just make yourself jump up there and get someone to take a picture because there's always someone around because there's other people taking pictures so most of the time if you want to get in there with your your wife or your buddy or your mistress or whatever well then you just say to the person here you know take a snap on my old phone here and dive up and be silly with it alright there's nothing worse than seeing someone like stand beside it trying to be too cool for school get over yourself alright get over it number 13 is kind of left from left field it's because I did it and I'll never forget it and you should do it too but it's like one of those things of you know those hen parties where like one of the challenges is like find something blue or cheat on your future husband or something like this is one of those you kind of have to find a local for this but we've dear friends over there Anne and Mike Duchenne and I'm not encouraging you to try hit them up and pay them money although I don't know maybe they're into that um, and they brought us up the Fox River on a boat it was on a flatbed boat and I love boats because I was raised and still live by the sea so I'm an all salty sea dog anyway so I like being out in the water so Mike brought us out on this uh, and Anne uh, brought us out on this um, flat bottom boat and we went off into the, like the bay um, Green Bay in fact and then we turned around and came back and like rode like it's, it was like the Wild West we kind of went up the river again and then just pulled over like a horse and got out moored our boat and tied it up with a sailor's knot and then went into like a bar on the riverside and had a beer and then went back out and got back on the boat like a weirdo it was just so much fun like stepping off a boat onto a beer like i've never felt more like what are you doing on these parts than than that i mean they call it the midwest and that was the most midwestian thing i've ever done and it's amazing the views are great sometimes you get hit with a little tiny wave and you think you're gonna die so it adds to the excitement number 14 uh, this is meet us on tour how about meet a bunch of paddies and tommies and welsh and scots and just a whole load of sheep shaggers um and come see us we're as excited as puppies I mean we're delighted to be there we're in good form um, we're from all over you know as I say um, you'll see us on the socials you'll see a couple of us on meet the fans or on social media whatever um, YouTube so just come up and see us you might see us on the news sometimes because the interviews and sometimes because people are bold boys and girls um, either way I mean, we'd be delighted to see you. And we often do. We meet, like, the super fans when we go over. Um, and you can come up and stroke us gently and poke us and, and see what we're all about. See if we're made from, you know, shamrocks and Guinness. 
Anyway, number 15 and the final one on the list is go to the stores around Green Bay. So I've spoken about how cool it is to go to the pro shop where you get overwhelmed and you need counselling. But if you actually go to like Walmart or Target or any of the local quirky little stores, it's kind of around the stadium or district. I, I think I think the Jersey shop, I someone told me that closed down. I'm not sure how true that is, but uh, that was a great place to go because I got key rings and mouse pads and god knows what else i got in there uh, earrings even though i was gonna say i don't have my ears pressed but i do but anyway moving on um yeah just a great place to go walmart will have like a packers jersey or t-shirt for like you know ten dollars and you get some really weird stuff in there as well like weird office stationery because we all mostly i don't know about you we all kind of work from home so you can get some cool stuff for your office like clocks um, and stuff like that and really freak out the baggage men thinking you've got sort of a ticking time bomb in your in your suitcase or whatever but it's a great place to be there's badger stuff there um, there's bear stuff if you want to use it to start a fire I mean there's some really nice stuff uh, going on and of course uh, it's just a massive toy store too. so I forget the name but what is it people will be shouting at the thing now telling me what it is it's some like it's for hunting and tackle and they've got all this reinforced stuff um, it's deadly um, but yeah spent 80 quid on boots and ended up leaving them over in Green Bay great investment so yeah and then like Walmart's just a giant toy store you can go in and get some for the kids and bring them something home as well just a great place to be anyway that's the top 15 things I see from experience in Green Bay. Now, I know some people are saying, go to Culver's and get a hamburger. I went and got a hot dog. Maybe that was my problem when I found it. It was absolute caca. Didn't like it at all. Um, so maybe Culver's is on your list for a burger. I went in, it was kind of dank, if I'm honest. Um, anyway, big shout out to our sponsors of this podcast, Culver's. <laughs> Can you imagine? That was, that was a promo. Anyway, uh, so yeah, that's it. Top 15 things. If you have any more, uh, do get in contact because I do, I have kind of half an article written. Um, for going in and doing this podcast so I would love to know what your take is on what your best things to do in Green Bay especially if you're a local and you kind of give us the kind of rundown because people ask me about Ireland all the time will I go to Temple Bar I'm like go and stay away from Temple Bar the only thing they do there is give you an overpriced pint um, so anyway that's the top 15 things do let me know follow me on at NFL on Twitter at the Paddy Packer which is so raced um, on Instagram and of course follow all of the socials on at UK Packers and we're coming over in November to Green Bay and of course we want to meet you in person but until next week I'll talk to you then